In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of trials and miracles, trusting and faith, learning and listening, disappointment, strength, fear, and joy. I am Lara Belk, founder and president of Nurturing Nations. This is my journey as a wife and a mother of nine children and why I started a charity in Ghana, Africa, and what I have learned along the way. I am so glad you are here. Thanks for listening. I always have interesting reactions from people when I tell them about what we're doing in Ghana. And recently I had a reaction with a person that had lived in Africa for a while. And when I found out that they had been in Africa, I told them what we were doing in Ghana. And, and, um, she said, um, you know, I told her that we were working to stop child trafficking and that we were rescuing children with special needs and that we were, um, rescuing children that were being sold into slavery and that type of thing. And, and she listened to me for a minute and then she just looked at me and she said, you know what, that's not happening. She says, I, I lived there for six months and children aren't being sold. They aren't being trafficked. They aren't, that's not happening. And, and I said, well, my experience is very different from yours. And she says, well, I don't believe what you're doing. I I don't believe that that's happening. And so I've been thinking a lot about this because, um, I, I think why are things like this happening? And yet people that have been there say, no, it's not happening. There aren't hungry children. There aren't, there's not all these horrible things going on. And as I was, after I talked with her and I was driving home, I had, um, an animal, I can't remember if it was a quail or a cat that crossed in front of the road in front of me. And the thought came to mind that that cat crossed the road safely. I didn't hit it. It made it to the other side. So it's experience from crossing the road, getting to the other side and talking to its cat friends was, yeah, it's fine. You can cross the road. It, it, it was fine. And yet the next cat that crosses the road or quail, whatever it might be, might cross the road and might get hit and limped over to the other side of the road and told its friends on the other side of the road, no, this is dangerous. This is, this is bad. And I think that's the situation in these experiences that I've had in talking with people that they have been to Ghana or to Africa. And yet they don't believe that these things are happening in the things that we are trying to stop the horrors that are happening. And both things are, are truth. So the cat that crossed the road safely, yeah, it it was fine. The cat made it to the other side, all was well, but it was also truth for the other one that didn't make it across and that got hit. And I think that's how we go through life is we see truth as being what our experience is. And we aren't willing to see that it might be different for somebody else. And it's made me have more compassion on people because at first I was very frustrated in that they didn't want to believe that these things were going on. And for some people, yes, I think it's that they don't want to have to face the reality that 
these things are happening and that they can do something about it. So I think sometimes it's a way of self-preservation in that we don't want to face difficult things. That's a very natural part of, of our being human is that we want to have things easy. We want to see things as being happy and all is well. And so that's a very natural response. And yet we need to listen to other people and their experience in their life. And this is where the deep learning and understanding can come when we work together as human beings, when we listen to one another and we are willing to accept somebody else's truth, what they have experienced and be able to take that into our own lives and our understanding of what truth is and what's happening. So it was kind of, has been an eye-opening experience for me to try to understand why I have come across so many people that don't believe me that these horrific things are happening. And so I feel a need to share some of the stories and these aren't just stories. This is history. This is real life. This is happening to these children. And and then share with you what we are doing to be able to help with their reality and the things that are happening in their lives. So, so the first, um, I, I hate to call it story because stories can seem not as significant. So a part of history, a part of a life. So I'm going to tell an experience of, of two girls' lives. So one uh, girl was young. I think she was 14 and she was uh, given the opportunity to have a place to live if she would perform sexual favors for the men that were living in this building. This wasn't even a completely finished building. It was just partially under construction. And they agreed to let her stay there with them if she would um, provide sexual favors for them. She didn't have anywhere else to go. She didn't have anywhere else to turn to, nobody else to turn to. And so she was in this horrible situation, but it was a place to live, a place to be, a place to have food, hopefully, and a place to stay. And that's just common that we all want to have a place to call home. And this wasn't an ideal situation, but it was her only option that she could see. And after she became pregnant, then of course they didn't want to have anything to do with her. And, and I believe they, um, told her to leave. But then when she went into labor to have the baby, she was young. She didn't have any women around her to teach her about what was happening to her body or what would happen when she 
delivered this baby or how to deal with the pain or what to do. She didn't have any of that to the support system. She didn't have a support system. And this young girl was found on the side of the road. She'd given birth to the baby and she was laying on the baby. Um, but Percy was able to help her and to save the baby and to be able to give her some help that she so desperately needed. And many people would judge this young girl saying that she brought this upon herself, but we cannot judge. We don't know the situation that surrounded her from needing to go into this um, situation that she did. Now, this was really hard for her, and we were able to help her to be able to find a way to support her and her new baby. We were able to get clothing for the baby and be able to help her in the situation so that she would have a way to support herself and her baby and to give her some some guidance and some some help and this is a true story this really happened to this young girl and and things like this happen that we are working so hard to try to stop and to help and to give comfort and to give guidance and to teach and to do everything that we can and yet it is still difficult it is really really hard and you just wish you could take the pain and the suffering away and make it so that these girls don't have to go through so much but we are doing what we can and we can't give up thinking that there is nothing that we can do because there is something that we can do. And it is significant that we helped this young girl. And another girl was in a situation where she was being raped repeatedly by her father. And she went to the police and the police wouldn't do anything for her. They wouldn't do anything. And so she eventually heard about Nurturing Nations and she came to us asking for help. And we were able to give her, um, put her in the sponsorship program and we were able to get her in school and, and we were able to help as much as we could. But then she was raped again. We don't know who did this, but then when they found out that she was pregnant, they tried to force her several times to um, abort the baby. And I think I've shared this in a previous podcast where to do this, they take heads of, of ants and glass, crushed glass, and they insert this and try to cause the baby to be aborted, the mother to bleed enough that the baby will be aborted, which sounds horrific. And it breaks my heart that so many girls are being forced into this. But we, when we found that this was happening again, we 
told her that she shouldn't try to abort the baby, that she should leave the situation, and that she should let us help her more fully. And trying to teach these girls, these sweet girls, that we are there for them is hard. They see so much in their culture that it's just expected that they allow men to take advantage of them. And it's very, very difficult to change. But we are trying and we are doing the best that we can to teach them that we will help them even if they become pregnant. We will help them and we will help the baby and to not go to these horrific measures to try to abort the baby, but that we are there for them. This is a long process and people will judge us and think that we need to do something different. We aren't doing it right. We aren't understanding. It isn't happening. So many people have so many different opinions and we have to listen to one another and we have to do everything we can. And we are, we are trying, we are trying so hard to help to change the situations in the lives of these children, one child at a time, one girl at a time, one baby at a time. We are doing everything that we can. And their reality isn't our reality. And I can't judge them because I don't understand the depth of the situations that they find themselves in. I can never relate to being so hungry that I would sell my body for a crust of bread, so to speak. I've never been that hungry and I have no right to judge them, but I do have the responsibility to help, to lift, to guide, to strengthen, to give hope, to give comfort, to give love. And that is what I try to do every day. And we try to do with the funds that are so generously donated we are trying our best, and I thank all of you who believe in us and who continue to help us and support us because we are making a difference and we are helping to give hope and love and joy to these children. Thank you so much for listening to the Nurturing Nations podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a review, and spread the word so others can easily join with us. If you want to learn more about Nurturing Nations, visit our website at nurturingnations.org. I humbly invite you to make a donation and join our life-saving team.